safe to say that we have all been there, right? Looking in the mirror, poking at our tummy or thighs or whatever, telling ourselves how terrible we look, telling ourselves that it really is about time that we sorted ourselves out, finally lost the weight and stopped being so damn lazy. Because humans are so much better at focusing on what we don't want than on what we do want, on the bad rather than the good. Just take a look at the news these days. We all know that good things have to be happening in the world. Of course they do. And yet all we ever get told about is the bad stuff, the bad news and why we should be pissed off and angry. But as the saying goes, where attention goes, energy flows. So the more we focus on what's wrong and what we don't want, the more of that we are going to create. The more dissatisfaction, the more negative energy, the more frustration. So in today's episode, I really want to explore that, why we tend to focus on the negative, why it's not actually very helpful when we're trying to create change, and how we can focus more on the things that we do want to bring into existence. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration, as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence, and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Hello, beautiful people. Wonderful to have you here again. Now, before I get going today, I'd actually love to ask you at this festive time of year for a little Christmas gift, if you will. Now, this is something that would mean so, so much to me and make a really big difference to this podcast. And that is to leave me a rating and review. Because if you've been enjoying the podcast, then I can guarantee that others are going to enjoy and benefit from it as well. And I'd love to grow my audience. I'd love to get out to more people. And the way that the podcast world works is that the more downloads you get, the more people who see it, but also the more positive reviews and ratings that you get, the more people that see it. Because if you are saying, I like this enough to leave a review, I like this enough to leave a rating, then you know the podcast providers know that it's something valuable. They know that it's something that you are enjoying and they know that it's something that other people potentially are going to want to listen to as well. So every time you do rate or review the podcast, do not think it's just, this is just for, you know, the purpose of my ego. It is not. Yes, it's lovely to read a nice review, but that's not what this is about. This is actually about helping me to spread the word and to get the podcast out to a wider audience. And I, you know, as, as a small podcaster, that is tough. It is tough getting it out to a bigger audience. It's tough growing that audience. And, you know, I've made some great strides in the last sort of few months the last year or so and the podcast has definitely grown but obviously I want to keep that going and you can absolutely help me to do that so if you've done that already then I thank you very very much and if you haven't yet but you are going to then just a little thank you in advance for doing that for me today right let's get going so today what we're talking about is this idea of focusing more on what we do want rather than on what we don't want. Um, and this is this idea of where attention goes, energy flows. So in other words, when we focus on something, we start to see more and more of it and bring more and more of it into our world. So 
let's take an example completely unrelated to the world of fitness and wellness. But you say, let's say you decide that you are going to buy a new car. So you go out, you test drive a few cars, and you kind of hone down on one car that you think, actually, I think this might be the one for us. So you go away, like, right, just going to go think about it, go do the sums, you know, go make sure that this absolutely is the right car for us. All of a sudden, you start to notice that car everywhere. Like as you're driving home from the car showroom, you're like, oh my God, I've just seen five of that kind of car. I've never normally seen it before, but loads of people seem to have it. And it's because you almost like take the blinkers off and you start to, because you have focused your energy onto that one particular car, you start to see it everywhere. When before you were kind of a bit bit blind to it, you didn't really notice it, look at it, you weren't looking out for it. So, This is kind of a similar thing when it comes to things like fitness, wellness, and our bodies. And often it's a bit of a stumbling block because, you know, what a lot of us do is we think that if we can just get pissed off enough with ourselves about, you know, something we're not doing or something we are doing that we want to stop doing, then we'll finally find the motivation to sort it out. But usually all that happens is that we just get more and more annoyed with ourselves, pick on our faults, and we're just left wondering, why can I not just sort this thing out? And this is, you know, going back to the car thing, it's that because we're focusing on the negative, because we're focusing on, I don't want this, I don't want this, I'm running away from this. It's almost like we just, we we bring it to the top of our attention and it's like all we can see is there is this thing that is wrong with me. Why can't I change it? I don't understand. I'm getting frustrated. It's not changing. And, and we go, round and round and round in the loop with it because we've brought it right to the top of our attention. We've brought the fact that we're annoyed to the top of our attention. And so we just get more annoyed. We just bring more of that into our lives. Whereas actually when we can start to focus on the positive a little bit more, then we can, you know, we start to bring a bit more of the positive into our lives. I mean, it sounds like, it sounds ridiculously simple. It it almost sounds like, why are you telling me this? (laughs) That's obvious. And yet the way that we often approach things like fitness and how we see our bodies and stuff is the opposite is, oh my God, I'm so lazy. I need to get to the gym. Oh my God, my thighs are so fat. I need to sort that out. And, you know, let's be honest here. <laughs> we all, we all do it. We've all done it. You're all probably sitting there going, yeah, yeah, I totally do that. And so it's this real like focus on the negative, which is not helping us because it all, if we focus on my thighs are fat, I need to sort that out. Then all we see is our fat thighs over and over and over again. And, you know, use trying to use that negative energy, that negative frame of mind to motivate ourselves to change is just not actually that helpful. But before we go into that a little bit more, I just want to talk a little bit about why we have this tendency to focus on the negative. Well, it's quite simple, really. Humans just have a negativity bias. Our brains are wired this way. So we, you know, our ancestors were wired to pay much more attention to threats than they were to pay attention to opportunities. Because if you paid attention to the threats that were around you, you were more likely to survive. So all of our ancestors are the ones who were looking out for the threats, they were looking out for the negatives, they were looking out for what could go wrong, and that's how they survived. And that's how they survived and they procreated, and that's how we are here today. So we have this negativity bias because it is built into us to help us to survive. So generally, when we're not conscious, when we're not thinking consciously, then our brain is always going to go into that negative space. It's always going to go into, well, what's the problem here? What's the bad thing that's going on here? Because I need to tackle that if that is going on. And so what we do is we start to focus on 
all of the bad stuff that's going on. So, you know, five good things could have happened to you today. And yet you'll focus on the one bad thing, that one awkward conversation or, you know, that one thing that you, you know, that one email that you sent to the client that, uh, you know, you, you worded badly or something like that. And you'll like, you'll focus on it and you'll obsess over it and you'll forget that, you know, you had a great conversation with your manager about this and you'll forget that, um, you know, a client gave you a great review for something you did. We all forget that stuff in favour of what went wrong today. Um, it's kind of like if you, um, let's say for me in my business, you know, I could get 50 good reviews, good glowing reviews for this podcast. And then there might be one person who is like, yeah, I don't like this woman. She's terrible. I find her really boring, whatever, whatever. Luckily, nobody's left that review, by the way. <laughs> So uh, that's a good thing. However, you can imagine that if that was the case and I got 50 really lovely reviews and I had one really bad review, then I probably am going to focus on the bad review. I'm going to obsess over it and say, oh my God, I need to start changing things. That's not good. Uh, I need to make sure that I'm making this one bad reviewer happy rather than focusing on, oh my God, look at these other 50 people who are actually enjoying this and loving it and getting value out of it. You know, and that's where I should be focusing my attention, not on the one bad review. So it's that, again, it's that negativity bias. It's looking for what is going wrong. And I think off the back of this is that, you know, like I said before, when we're not conscious, the brain will go to the negative. And the problem is that a huge number, a large majority of our thoughts tend to be unconscious. So they're these habitual thoughts that we have day in, day out. A lot of us are on autopilot. We're not questioning those thoughts. We just accept them as truth. If we tell ourselves, my thighs are too fat, we accept as truth that my thighs are too fat. But, you know, what is that in relation to? Is that in relation to the person standing next to you? Is that in relation to somebody you've seen on Instagram? Is that in relation to what some other person says is the right size for your thighs to be? It's completely, completely subjective. It is not, you know, it is not a fact, my thighs are too fat. That is not a fact. That is just something that we've told ourselves that is the case. So again, we're like getting into this like habitual, unconscious thought. We're on autopilot and we are going always to the negative and we're feeding the negative over and over and over again. And that's the thing, like the more we get into that negative mind space, the more we beat ourselves up about something we're doing or not doing, the more we feed negativity and it just, it spirals and spirals and spirals. And the fact is that in that negative emotional state, it's very difficult to create something positive. So for example, if you feel like you hate your body, if you feel like you really need to lose weight, what energy does that put into you? It's not a good energy, is it? It's an energy of like, oh my God, this is so hard. Oh my God, why am I like this? Oh my God, I feel terrible about myself. And we're not going to create something good and positive out there. You know, it's going to be thinking of exercise as a chore. It's going to be thinking about, oh my God, I suppose I should give up sugar. I really want to give up sugar, but I suppose I should because I need to sort this thing out. And that's the energy we get into rather than the energy of, do you know what? I feel like I want to make some positive changes and I'm going to improve my nutrition and I'm excited to get out there and start exercising and see how that's going to feel for me. So we need to be aware of that, I think. Aware that when we are creating a negative emotional state, it's going to be virtually impossible to create something positive out there. And like I said before, 
when we always focus on the negative aspects of who we are and what we do, we just create more of the same. And this is not just about feeling negative, but we then take more negative actions. We're then more likely to give stuff up. Like if we, you know, hate how we look and we decide that we're going to go and punish ourselves in the gym with some exercise, it's going to feel really hard being there. It's going to feel really horrible. We're going to hate every second of it. And then we're much less likely to go back and do that thing again. Whereas if we approach it with a more positive state of mind, a more positive energy, a more positive idea of, you know, I want to feel more energetic. This is the way that I want to feel. I'm excited to feel like that. Then we're going to approach that exercise session with a bit more of an open mind, with a bit more of an idea of, I'm looking forward to seeing how this is going to make me feel. And I'm not expecting it to be easy or simple, but, you know, I am excited to see how I'm going to feel at the end of this. You're much more likely to go back and do that thing again and again and again. So it's not just about how we feel about ourselves. It's about the actions that come out of that. And when we want to take positive action, we have to feel positive about taking that action rather than just beating ourselves up about these things. You know, negativity does not suddenly just magically change into positivity at some point when we've beaten ourselves up sufficiently. It just doesn't work like that. We are going to stay in that negative space. You know, even if we do happen to make a few changes, we're still going to stay in that negative space about ourselves a lot of the time. So if you are recognizing some of that and if you're like, oh God, yeah, I do stand in front of the mirror and beat myself up and tell myself I'm rubbish and I'm lazy and blah, blah, blah then we need to work out how we tackle this and how we sort of find a different way and how we can actually start to focus on what we do want rather than on what we don't want. And this is something that we have to learn. You can't just wake up tomorrow and be like, yeah, I'm suddenly going to be missed positive. It's not going to happen. And, you know, I have my negative days and I have my positive days. I try and have more of the positive ones than the negative ones, but it's a practice. It's something that we need to keep deliberately focusing on. So I think the first thing is, and I sort of had started to mention this is get conscious get conscious of your thoughts because a lot of us are on autopilot with these thoughts we are going through the motions we are accepting you know what we think about ourselves as the truth when often that is not the truth other people are thinking completely different things about us and seeing completely different things within us but we're not we're not thinking consciously so we have to start getting conscious about those thoughts and about whether they're putting us into a negative mind space or a positive mind space. So if you are looking in the mirror and you are putting yourself into that negative mind space and creating that negative energy and it's making you feel like crap, then you know that you're in the wrong place because that energy is going to create action. And that action will either be positive for you or it will be negative for you. And if you're energy is going into, oh God, I'm just, you know, I'm just so lazy. I can't exercise. This is rubbish. This is terrible. Then we're just going to keep not exercising and not doing the things that we need to do because we're going to feel like it's just not going to happen for us. So be a good friend to yourself on this one, I think. You know, get conscious, start to recognize when you're putting yourself into a negative or a positive mind space. And think about, you know, when you walk into a room, when you're, let's say you're seeing a friend, and you know they're in a bit of a bad place, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and go, oh God, yeah, everything's crap. I agree. It's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. You should totally be feeling rubbish about this. You're not going to do that. You're going to be encouraging them. You're going to be trying to find the positives for them. You're going to be trying to take them into a better mind space. And that is what you need to do for yourself. So be a good friend to yourself on that one. Then you've got to deliberately focus on something positive. 
So remember that the energy that we put into something is the energy that we will get back. So if you can get yourself into a more excited mind space, if you can find something positive about the situation, then you're going to get something more positive out of it. So like I said before, let's say that you are, you know, you feel like you need to, let's say, lose some weight. You're going to go to the gym as part of that. And when you're in the negative mind space, you're going to be hating every minute of it and probably not wanting to go back. If you can go in there with a positive mind space of, do you know what? I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to give this a try. I'm excited to see how I'm going to feel when I've gone through this and when I've done this then you're more likely to keep that thing going. So thinking about how you can create some positivity, how you can deliberately focus on something positive to move forward with. And then think about visualising that positive outcome and think about moving towards something rather than trying to escape something. So what a lot of us do is we're running away. We're running away from the things we don't like about ourselves. We're running away from our perceived flaws and all of those kind of things. And we're sort of looking behind us all the time. We're looking backwards and we're going, oh my God, I need to run away from that thing. Rather than going, do you know what? I am making positive steps to move towards this thing, towards this lovely, wonderful feeling that I want to create in my life. So let's take an Olympic swimmer, for example. Now, what do you think they are doing when they are training for that swim? Because they're going to be doing that for four years and it's going to be bloody hard work, right? They're going to be getting up every single day. They're going to be going to that pool every single day. They're going to be training every single day. They're going to be getting the nutrition right. They're going to be working on their mindset and all of those kind of things. And they're going to be doing that day in, day out because they are focusing on the positive. They are not doing that while saying to themselves, oh God, I'm so crap. Oh my God, I'm so rubbish. That swim was terrible. How do I get better? They're not doing that. Yes, they might have the odd swim or the odd session that they're like, that did not go to plan, but they're probably going to learn from that. They're probably going to look at it and go, right, what can I learn from this, you know, not so good swim or this not so good training session or whatever it is. Most of the time, what they're tending to do is they are focusing, they're visualizing on that positive outcome. You know, one of the things that a lot of athletes do these days is they visualize, they literally close their eyes and they go through that race from start to finish, visualizing what they're going to be doing, how they're going to be doing it, where they're going to be in the race, visualizing themselves going over that finish line first. That is what they're doing. They are not there visualizing everybody else being better than them and them being at the back and them being really rubbish. Because if they did, they would never win. If they went into every race like that, they would never get the outcome they wanted, never ever. So somebody who is, you know, doing that competition, doing that Olympic swim, whatever it is, I know we're not Olympians here, but it's the same thing is they're achieving those things because they have visualized the positive outcome and they, they've taken positive actions from there. And even when things aren't going to plan, they're not seeing that negatively. They're not going, oh my God, that means that I'm rubbish and I shouldn't be doing this and I should just give up. They're using that and they're going, right, how can I make this positive? How can I learn from this? Um, and so I think that that's like a, like quite a nice example that you can kind of remember and bring into your life that people aren't achieving great things out there by being negative. They are achieving great things out there by being positive and by learning from the negative stuff. And I think, you know, just to finish off is to say that it can actually feel quite scary, this stuff, this idea of, you know, this idea of having more positive thoughts or bringing more positive energy into your life and focusing on, on the things that you do want can feel very scary because all of a sudden it opens you up to, God, what happens if I don't? 
What happens if I fail at this thing? What happens if by focusing on all the positives, I stop trying so hard? You know, I think sometimes that, you know, people will say that to me when it comes to, you know, fitness and things. They, you know, they'll almost be like, but if I start to like focus on the positives of where I'm at the moment, then doesn't that mean that I will just get complacent and I'll give up and I'll, you know, I'll stop looking after myself because I'll just think that everything's okay. And that's not the case. Like usually we open ourselves up. Yes, we open ourselves up for failure, which can feel very, very scary. And it's one of the reasons why we tend to not do it, because if we focus on the negative, then we keep ourselves in a place of surety of like, well, I knew it wasn't going to work anyway. I told myself it wasn't going to (laughs) work rather than, okay, it didn't quite happen. I haven't quite got there, but that's okay. What am I going to learn about this situation? How am I going to improve myself further? How am I going to change things next time? And usually when we create that more positive mind space, we are much more likely to open up to those ideas for self-improvement, even if the thing doesn't work first time round, or even if it needs a little bit of tweaking. But what I can say for sure is that if we continue to stay in that negative space, if we continue to say negative things about ourselves, the only thing we're going to do is create bad feeling, is create a feeling that we're not good enough. And it's going to create, you know, a lack of confidence in ourselves as well. So having that positive mindset and opening ourselves up to what is positive in that situation at that time does not mean that we'll lose the will to change. It just opens us up to a bit more improvement. Yes, it opens us up to failure as well, but that's okay. That's okay. We do not have to succeed every single time. We don't. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, the temptation to be negative is all around us. Like I said at the start, our brains are wired for that too. And it makes it very hard to break free from that and to create that bit more positivity. And I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, if you just think positive, amazing things will happen. That's not what this is about. This is about saying to you that actually, if you can create something positive from that situation, if you can create a positive thought to lean on to, then that's going to lead you towards more positive actions. It's going to lead you towards taking actions because sometimes when we feel very negative about something, we don't even want to do anything. Like we tell ourselves we want to do something about it, but really we don't. Really, we're just just not up for that challenge. We're not up for making that change. So the more negative feeling we create, the more negative feeling we get. So by becoming more conscious of our thoughts, by becoming more conscious of how those thoughts affect us, we can start creating more positive action. And that doesn't mean you have to feel amazing about yourself every minute of the day. We're allowed to be pissed off with ourselves sometimes. We're allowed to be annoyed when stuff doesn't work. But by taking ourselves consciously into that positive space as often as we can, we can absolutely start to create more of what we desire and we can start to feel better about ourselves as well. Plus, we're going to stop wasting time on actions which just aren't taking us forward. You know, because when we feel very negatively, we want something done about it very quickly. We want to change that mindset very quickly. And so we're more likely to go and do that quick fix, which works for a few weeks and then doesn't work anymore. So we'll stop wasting time on those silly actions, which aren't actually moving us forward. And it'll help us to create more time and space for the actions that are actually going to help us to grow and to progress as well. So how do you think you could create more positivity for yourself with your body, with your relationship to exercise, your relationship to nutrition? And what can you do to see the positive in that and to reach for the positive a little bit more? What are the things that you can, you know, 
tell yourself that are going to create those positive actions. So I would love to hear more of what you're going to be doing on that front. As always, you can get in touch with me via my social media channels at Alex Chickfit. I'd love, love, love to hear from you. But for now, I'm going to love you and leave you. And I will see you all next week for the final episode of 2022. So I shall see you then. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.